I have a confession to make. I had the idea to write a book for years before I finally put pen to paper and published the book. So the big question is this, how do people like me who battle doubt and insecurity push past their fears and publish a book? Well, that is the question, and this podcast is going to give you the answers. So join me as I bring you behind-the-scenes interviews and insights so that you can move forward and publish your book with boldness and courage. My name is Coach Tam, and this is Publishing Secrets. There's nothing quite like the feeling of figuring something out. You know, that light bulb moment when everything suddenly makes sense. We're excited and we're relieved that, oh God, finally I'm here. But I want to submit to you that it is important that not only you celebrate what God has done in your life, but that you take another step and you pay it forward to help others who are seeking those same answers. You know, I've been through some rough patches in my life. And one of the things that got me through was the support of my family and friends, but also coaches and mentors and consultants who could help me to navigate. And that was attractive to me because it helped me to get further faster. So now that you've emerged on the other side, stronger than ever, it's your turn to pay it forward and offer support to those who need it. And that's why I'm excited to have on the show today, Tamara T. Bush, because she is a living example of that. She looked back over her troubling childhood and experiences that she had as a result of decisions that were made by others and decided, I can't stay here. I've got to do something different. And once she figured out the answers, she made a commitment to help others navigate, to shorten the learning curve, to provide the cheat code. So I pray that as you are listening today, that the next time you stumble upon something new, that you won't be afraid to share your knowledge with others, whether it's in a book, in a blog, or in a interview or a Facebook live. What really matters is that you are taking the time to share what you have learned with others. It's going to help them to grow And it's going to show them that you're really concerned about their welfare, not just your goals. So check out a living example of this and apply it in your own life. Enjoy. Tamara, welcome to Publishing Secrets. This has been a good time. We've been catching up about some amazing things that God is doing in your life and how you are really helping to transform lives. So I'm excited about the opportunity to share what you're doing with the audience. Thank you for making time to be here with us today. You are very welcome. And thank you so much, Coach Tam, for having me. I'm so honored to be with you this evening. Absolutely. Let, let's talk about this. I mean, you know, I, I know we could probably talk for hours on this subject and you probably <laughs> have, but, uh, you know, one of the things that we need in order to get through this life is money. And you have a unique perspective on how we can use money to our advantage, uh, which we'll be able to key the, the audience in on today. But I I think it's really important before we get to that, that you help us understand um, kind of the full picture of the mission that that God has you on and how you came to your own revelation, your own conclusion, 
that I need to help people with this. Talk to us about what kind of brought you to this point. What brought me to this point is how I grew up. I realized that in the environment that I grew up in, there was a severe lack of resources, access to information, and it, it, it created a certain environment where there was really no hope. I grew up in a, in, a, in a violent home. I witnessed a lot of domestic abuse and a lot of the arguments that I witnessed was based on money, you know, money issues and who's going to pay this and who didn't pay that, you know, those types of conversations that people really argue about, you know, conversations about money that ultimately result in divorce. You know, so growing up in that environment, I witnessed a lot of things. I witnessed people literally just working day to day, day in and day out, 30, 40 years at the same job, you know, and just really because they didn't, they didn't necessarily know who to talk to or where to go in order to make their situation better. And, and that, that stuck with me. It really stuck with me throughout the years. And I said, I have to do something different. I have to do something different. So I went into the financial industry looking for something different, looking for something that I was not exposed to. I knew that there was something wrong, but I didn't know what, and I didn't know how to get to it, but I knew it was about money. And so I said, okay, let me go work for a bank. And that's literally what started me on my journey. (laughs) Hmm. So you started to work for a bank, you know, looking for answers yourself. And then as you started working in this environment and learned more, it just kind of increased your desire for more and more knowledge. Now, because we've had a chance to work together, I know that you, you eventually met someone that completely changed the game for you and opened your eyes to a whole different world. Talk to us a little bit about that experience and how it impacted you. That experience, I met this woman who was operating at a high level in her business. Um, She was offering services to just just help people start businesses. But I think what took me back is that I, I said to myself, the average person doesn't have the fees that she's asking for to pay. And so I, I remember being a little offended, like, how, how can you justify charging these people what you're charging them? Because most people don't have that kind of money. But what I realized is that people pay for what they, you know, they, they pretty much pay for what they want to pay for. But I think it, it impacted me because I realized that there's something else out there besides the hourly wage, right? And so I was resistant in the beginning. I, this was a world, it was, it was like going right over my head. I was completely resistant. And I was just sort of, I I remember initially just being a little bit bitter because I'm like, why is it that I never knew that you can actually create a business with the service, a product or service that you offer where people will literally come and pay you to learn. And it may, it may not be a tangible product. It may just be education, you know? And so it really, really opened up my mind and it got me to thinking that, Hmm, maybe I could sort of do the same thing. But even with working with her, she was just one person. And so when that relationship ended, I said, okay, well, what do I do now? But I found myself always trying to find what it was that she was providing just in a different way. Mm -hmm. Right. So that experience, you know, just, just meeting her, I met her at church. It was a Bible study evening and she just was dropping all of these gems as information. And and it was very, very different and intriguing to me because I had no clue. And I've always had an open mind. My mom taught me how to think outside the box. You know, these are conversations that I had with my mother when I was 13, 14 years old, which is the same age that my son is. He's 13. And so I said, oh man, I remember something that my mom told me and her mind, her, her, um, 
voice would always re resonate in the back of my mind when I was going into different experiences with different people learning new information. So it was just me. I was just a sponge absorbing everything. And so I've always gone through life to try to absorb and be a, a student, like a student of life and just keep my learning cap on and always not walk around thinking that I know everything because there's no way that you know everything, right? But it was an absolutely amazing experience. Hmm. And so it's funny that you said that you were a sponge and that she was a teacher in, in, in your life. And now you are teaching other people, both through the services that you offer in your business and your latest book project, where you're actually teaching your son in, <laughs> and others like him in written form. So talk to us about your latest book project and what you're hoping to accomplish through it. My latest book project is The Cheat Code, A Mother's GPS for the Love of Her Son. The reason why I wrote that book is because I remember being a young person wishing that I had a little bit more guidance in my life. I, I made a lot of mistakes, I'm, you know, as we all do, right? Because we're human. I made a lot of mistakes, but I just wish that there was an adult that took the time out to teach me some of life's lessons. Because again, you know, growing up, the issues that my parents had, they were off having issues with one another. You know, my brother and I were sort of left there just, you know, raising ourselves, so to speak, right? So I wish that there was someone in my life that had come along and said, young lady, this is what you should be focused on. This is what you should be doing. Here are some of the things that I went through that helped me along the way. And I want to give this information to you so that you don't make those same mistakes. So the premise of the book is based on me just wanting to have something and present something to my son and the younger generation or anybody really who needs it, but it's really for the younger generation. But I wanted my son to be able to have something to refer back to after I'm no longer here. And I tell him that all the time. I said, I need you to, you know, you're getting older. There's certain things that you're going to be responsible for. And just know that I am not always going to be here, but I want you to have something to refer back to even after I'm gone, because you're going to have questions in life that you may not be able to get the answers for. So it was really just based on literally based on the love for my son. And every day that I look at him, I'm like, man, I got to work harder to make sure that he has what he needs because literally here today, gone tomorrow. And my fear is, is that he doesn't get everything that he needs from me mm. before my time is up. That's my biggest fear. Wow. And so now this, this book is really about legacy then, right? So you wanted to make sure that you got certain things down on paper so that there would be something for him to refer to to be able to make better decisions as he moves forward in his life. And that's so powerful, the, the, the power of books, to be able to leave something, as old folks used to say, on record, <laughs> so, that, so that we can have something you know, to, to look back on, right? So you've done it. You know, you've got this book that's gonna be out uh, soon and it's going to be a blessing not only to your son, but it's also going to help other moms and dads out there that maybe don't have the desire to write a book, but mm -hmm. desire to ensure that their children grow up and they're responsible citizens. They're responsible spiritually, mentally, emotionally, mm -hmm. but also financially. I know that financial independence is really, really, really important to you. Let's talk a little bit about how you're hoping that this book also helps parents. You've had an opportunity to have conversations and work with a lot of parents that are, are looking for help and having the conversations. 
Let's talk about why is communication so important, especially when you're talking about a teenager? <laughs> Ooh, communication is so important. Uh, there's a few, re a few reasons why, right? Teenagers, the, the younger generation are, they're going through things that we won't necessarily understand. We know that when we were younger, there were certain things that we went through, but right now in the year that we're in and the time that we're in, it's a completely different environment. There are influences out there that, you know, back in the, the 70s and 80s that we would not have even thought would be here. There's so many outside influences. And so, you know, they always say that education starts in the home. And so all of the stories that I've heard about children um, being depressed and, 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 you know, becoming part of gangs and committing suicide and all of these things that plague their minds, it was important for me to get the discussion going for parents who have a possible disconnection with their teenager. These are the pivotal years that we have to step in and just sort of the sort of get our children together to together to, to get them on the right path, right? Because there's so many different influences. And so I have a, a my son, even though he spends a lot of time in his room, he also spends a lot of time talking to his mom. You know, I'm in the office, he'll come in the office and he'll just sit with me. There was a period of time where he he's an he's an introvert right but there was a period of time where he would just he he would isolate himself and I would have to constantly go and chase after him for conversation but now that those lines of communication is open he comes to me I don't have to chase him anymore but communication is very important because number one your child needs to know who you are as their parent your child also needs to know who you are as a person they need to understand their lineage and who they come from and how they, why they act the way that they act, right? Because there's a lot of things that you pass down to your children in their DNA. And so I feel like discussions are important because it's going to help them to, them to understand you. And if they understand where they come from, they'll, they'll have a better understanding of life in general and why they are the way that they are. And this is one of the things that I will talk to my, my mom about because I wanted to know more about my grandfather. My grandfather died when I was eight years old. And, you know, there's a question circulating around the internet. If you can go back and have a conversation with anyone living or deceased, who would it be? And people would always pick celebrities, but I don't know those celebrities. Those people are strangers to me. I need to go back in my lineage and have a conversation with my grandparents. I need to talk to my grandfather, right? That's important to me because it helps me to understand me better. And so I want my son to be grounded in the fact of knowing who his family is, who his parents are. Right. And so those conversations, it's, it's just it's so important to me because it's going to help him to be better in touch with his feelings, his attitude, the way that he maintains relationships, how he speaks to people, his level of confidence. There's so many things that goes into having those important conversations with your teens because it's literally going to sculpt them into, you know, what type of adult they are and how they go out and interact with the world. Mm -hmm. You're so right. Right. These years are their formative years. And this is when they, they think they're adults. <laughs> they're not. They think they, listen. <laughs> they think that they're adults, right? And so mm -hmm. your presence important. <laughs> keeping those lines of communication open yes. uh, is, is extremely important. And so I'm thankful that you answered the call to write this book and uh, to put together the other resources that you've put together to help parents have good conversations with their kids so that some of those things that you talked about, the depression, the anxiety, and unfortunately the suicide, it's our prayer that these resources 
can help to, to reduce, if not eliminate those things happening um, in these families. I know that you are passionate about helping families. So let's talk Uh, a little bit. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about your company and how you see the company, which includes the book, the coaching, the courses, all the things that you do. How does it equip and empower families? Well, number one is going to help open up those lines of communication. Secondarily, it's going to help you just sort of look at some of the things that you've been conditioned in doing in terms of how you spend your money and how you use your credit and look at it from a family perspective and pull your family together as a unit that's all working towards a specific goal, right? One thing that I fear seeing is the children going out into the world and making identical mistakes that we have all made because we didn't know any better. And there's not enough families working together. It's just, it's not enough families working together. Everybody's out here trying to do their own thing. Why, why, why are we all trying to do our own thing when somebody has the answer? We have to get rid of the ego. You know, we have to get rid of the attitudes. We have to get rid of all of these negative things that's pushing us away from working towards a collective and help us working as a, you know, work together as a group. And so the family unit is the most powerful, powerful entity on the face of the planet. It's the family unit, right? And so collectively, if you're looking to build wealth, the family unit is going to be the number one thing that's going to help you achieve that, right? These are your blood relatives. So not only is it going to help you to achieve and desire the wealth that you deserve, it's also going to help you working as a family. I mean, working as a family is also going to help you to heal and begin to have conversations about trauma that you may have experienced in your family, because that's another issue. So there's no trust in our family unit because different issues and trauma and things that we've experienced in the past. But once we get on the same page and begin to work towards a certain goal, it helps you to sort of lower your guard and put down those barriers that you may have had in the past that kept you from trusting cousin Samantha or, you know, Ronnie or whoever it is that's in your family, right? That you had issues with it. The idea is to get us working together. We're better in numbers, but when we try to go it alone, we can only go so far. Wow. That's big. When we try to go it alone, we can only go so far. So your goal is to get families to work together as a unit. And you have so much uh, knowledge from your years of experience in the business, the people that God has blessed you to connect with. So let us talk just for a second before we talk a little bit more about how you can help the audience. Uh, What were some of your challenges before we connected on this project? Because it's not a lack of knowledge or expertise. What were some of the challenges that you were facing just in getting your message out there? Visibility. I think for me, I'm so good at being behind the scenes and encouraging other people and telling other people what to do and all this stuff, right? (laughs) And see, I know myself. I'm like, oh, and, 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 oh, goodness. It is definitely visibility. I just, I'm just a behind the scenes type of person. And so I have, I didn't have the right people around me that were trying to push me to the forefront. And I was comfortable with being hidden. Back in 2018, I received a a direct message from the Holy Spirit. God told me you can no longer hide clear as day. And so I'm like, 
you know how you're like, oh, I don't want to do it. You know, so yeah, I, I'm just I like, sure ah. <laughs> I was just happy being behind the scenes. Mm. And so, you know, he sent me someone and they're like, you're supposed to write a book. Hmm? I, why? Like, I never even thought about being an author. I never thought about being, you know, being in a book. And so I walked away from it. I had to revisit it. And I said, okay. And I had to be obedient but it was just me not wanting to be seen for years and years and years. I just didn't want to be seen. It was a self-esteem issue. I still struggle with self-esteem to this day. I still struggle with self-esteem, you know? And so when I started doing Facebook lives, I'm like, oh, okay, this is not so bad. It's not so bad. And it's only the pressure that you put on yourself, right? I'm, is, I'm, I'm my biggest critic and I don't see things that other people see. People see things in me that I don't see. And so once I began to be constantly reminded, like, look, you have a message, you have a message, it's time to get out here and start speaking to people. Because a lot of the messages that I've been hearing are not, they're different from what, from the message that I have, they're completely different. And I said, okay, it's a lot of good, good information out here, but it's, it's missing something. It's something that is missing, right? So yeah, I just struggled with just being behind the scenes and finally was like, like okay, it's time okay. to get out there, but that's pretty much it. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, you, so you raised your hand and you said, Hey, listen, I want to be a part of this podcast and race. I want to be a part of this, this podcast tour. And then as we were getting into it, as God sometimes does, we realized, Oh my goodness, there's more pieces to this. And there's yeah. other things that I need to work on yeah. to get ready. So from your perspective, Tamara, I'm sure that there's someone listening that's like, well, what is what is this tour really going to be like? What is, what is it like to go through this process to get ready? From your point of view, what were some of the things that you learned about what's needed to, to really be successful by going through this process? Commitment, consistency. You have to have the ability to meet your deadlines. What you have in your head does not necessarily translate to paper. It doesn't translate to marketing and it doesn't translate to reaching your audience, you know, because a lot of the times we're the talent, we know what we know, but what does that look like to someone else? You know, and, and it really made me realize that I don't know anything about marketing. I don't, I, I, I don't know anything about how to reach people and not to always come off sounding like, I think I know everything because I don't, you know, and, and a lot of people, you know, are sometimes intimidated by what I say um, because it's different than what they've heard. But the whole process has been awakening for me because it, it really makes you realize that you don't know as much as you think you know. Well, you know, you don't know stuff. as much as you think you know. You know, your, you know your stuff. And I think that that's a really great- My point. stuff, but well, I don't you know, know your, your stuff. stuff. That's right. That's oh right. my goodness. You know your stuff. So you know how to teach people about- working together as a family unit, you know how to teach people about finances, about credit, all of this great stuff. But marketing is a different talent, a different talent and skill. Yeah, it's a different, it's a little bit of a different language. So yeah, I think one of the things that you're, you're bringing out is, uh, and you said it so well, is like, I'm thinking that I'm communicating one way, but that's not how it's really being seen or heard by, by other people, right? Yes. So we're seeing things through our lens. We're reading what we write through our lens, but does it really reflect what is going to be attractive to the audience that we're trying to reach? So that, that's a really, really powerful insight. But look, you made it. 
you, you, you survived through the process. You've learned a lot and we've been able a to lot. make so much progress. You're going to have an amazing website that really reflects the person that God is calling you to be, right? So no longer behind the scenes, stepping <laughs> out, being bold, being confident. And I'm honored to have had a role in that process. Well, let's talk a little bit about something that you do know really, really well. So you've been dropping some wisdom as we've been going through the conversation about the importance of communication, the importance of working as a family unit. And, you know, we've had an opportunity to work together on this really powerful webinar that I think is going to help to, as you have shared, reframe our perspective in our relationship with money. And this audience is going to get a chance to check out this free training so that they can learn more and they can not only set themselves up for success, but also set up the next generation. So talk to us a little bit about this new webinar and what are some of the things that you really want to uh, communicate? You want people to walk away from this uh, webinar having experience. So the webinar is how to profit from your own money. And what the webinar teaches is how to take the incoming revenue that you have, be it a W-2 check, income check, or revenue that you have coming from your business, take that money and learn how to circulate it five to seven times internally within the family unit before it leaves and is paid out to external companies and people. Usually when we get paid, we're, we automatically go into shopping mode, right? But there are some things that we need to do with that money first before we pay it, because once we pay out the principal, we can't recoup it. So we have to take the principal and use it multiple times before it's paid out. And so what that does is it creates a financial ecosystem, right? Um, There's some some other things that's involved in that, and, and it consists of creating corporations and LLCs to just sort of do business with one another and make money off of one another, right, to create revenue. But you started all of it with one paycheck, with one paycheck, right? We have to use that money and circulate that money first, even before we pay our electric bill. It's very important. (laughs) Wow. So I know the audience is like, what? Circulate money five to seven times before I pay my electric bill. But you know what? We we had a great conversation and there are some some things that you've pulled together. The audience has no idea. So audience, make sure that you take action, you follow the links in the show notes to get connected with Tamara, uh, be able to check out this webinar and all the other great things that she has out there. But you know, one of the things that we talked about is that banks and, and corporations do this all day long. They do it to you all day, every day. And you're and just you, saying, let's, yeah. let's do the same thing, right? That's basically what you would be doing. You're doing the same things as the banks do. When you make a deposit into your bank account, if you deposit $500, they see 10 times the amount because they're able to go to the Federal Reserve or a bigger bank and receive a loan or a line of credit for 10 times the amount of their deposits. So they're doing this all day long. So yeah, technically you're adopting the model of the bank, but we're going to teach you how to profit from your own money the same way the banks profit from your deposits. Yeah. It's the same model. You're blowing, you, you're blowing people's mind right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In case you didn't know, the bank is profiting from your money. And what Tamara mm-hmm. is trying to teach you to do is to borrow a page from their book yeah. and create this same type of system for yourself and for your family. So again, we're going to drop 
uh, the link to be able to check out this free webinar in the show notes. Make sure that you head on over, check it out and start putting it into action. Listen, nothing changes unless you make the commitment to change. Tamara, it's been amazing yes. uh, to work with you over the last few months and see how far God has brought you in just this short period of time. I believe that the audience is going to be blessed by the webinar and the tools that you have put together, but also by your story, you know, having grown up the way that you did um, to see how far you've come, how you've been able to grow your business and publish books. There's probably somebody, I just want you to think about this for a second. There's probably somebody out there listening to us that they had a troubling um, childhood and maybe they even witnessed some really, really scary things that, that scarred them and resulted in trauma. And now they're being challenged to uh, follow the leading of the Holy Spirit and to step out there and to be bold and to come out of hiding. But you know how that is because you've experienced it, right? Even though you know that, Mm -hmm. there's still a big part of you that says, no, I can't do that. (laughs) So since you've been there um, and sometimes even have to coach yourself out of that place, I wonder if you could share what, what do you, what do you say to yourself? What advice would you give to someone in the listening audience right now that's fighting, fighting themselves and uh, trying to stay in the background? Seek help. We all need coaches. We need mentors. We need positive individuals around us that is pushing us to the next level. If you're in a bad situation, don't be ashamed. Don't be scared. It's not your fault. There is someone out there or an organization out there that can help you get through, but you have to open up to someone and have that conversation and and, and don't sweep it under the rug because it's unhealthy. Expose it for what it is. Talk to someone so that they can help you identify what it is. Because oftentimes we're in these situations and we're, because we're in it, we don't realize what it is. You know, there's different forms of abuse out there, right? So we have to be able to identify what that type of abuse is and get the help that we need. Give yourself some options. Um, forgive yourself often because that's one of the things that I didn't do. I didn't forgive myself for allowing certain things to happen in my life. Develop a prayer life. Seek God because he is seeking you. That one is very important. Meditate, you know. Even if it's just, if if you have a house full of people, close your eyes for five minutes and try to take all of the noise in your atmosphere, put it in a box and lock the key up, lock up, lock up the box with a key for five to 10 minutes every single day so that you can try to regain your peace, you know, and just know that you are worthy. You are worthy of all of God's gifts and his abundance. Um, And no one can never take that away from you unless you allow them to, you know, and try to be as free as possible. That's my advice. And that's, you know, I wish I had someone to tell me those things. There's some things that I had to find out for myself. And that's why I hid for so long because I'm like, nobody wants to hear anything that I have to say. Nobody, you know, why would somebody read anything that I have to write? You know, it's, 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 it's crazy the pressure that we put on ourselves. Um, but yeah, just, just get some help, talk to someone and just know that you are enough and you will always be enough. Amen. Tamara, thank you so much for making time in your schedule to be here with us and to inspire others. We wish you guys best as you move forward with your book project and your business. Thank you so much, Coach Tam. I appreciate being here today. 
Thank you for having me. And if any of you all are thinking about going through the process with Coach Tam, they will get you taken care of and it will be an experience that you will never, never forget. (laughs) Well, I hope that you have enjoyed this week's episode of Publishing Secrets, where our mission is to inspire you to write, publish, and profit in a way that honors God. If this episode has been a blessing to you, go ahead and hit that subscribe button, then rate and review. And if you want support in your journey, whether you are a current author or an aspiring author, then join us on Facebook in the Christian Authors Network. Wherever you are in your journey, we have the best next step for you. So join us there and get the support that you need to make the impact that you have been called to make. Until next time, God bless.